0: Are you free this evening? Hallelujah. I'm just going to ask Liz, my assistant, to come and read a passage of scripture for which I'm going to share the gospel with. Liz?
1: right, I'm reading from Luke 15 starting at verse 11. Jesus told this story. A man had two sons. The youngest son told his father, I want my share of your estate now before you die. So his father agreed to divide his wealth between his sons. A few days later, this son packed up all his belongings and he moved to a distant land. And then he wasted all his money in wild living. About that time, his money ran out. A great famine swept over the land and he began to starve. He persuaded a local farmer to hire him and the man sent him to the fields to feed the pigs. The young man became so hungry that even the pods he was feeding the pigs began to look good to him, but nobody gave him anything. When he finally came to his senses, he said to himself, At home, even the hired servants have food enough to spare, and here am I, dying of hunger. I will go home to my father and say, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you, and I am no longer worthy of being called your son. Please take me as a hired servant. So he returned to home to his father, and while he was still a long way off, his father saw him coming. Filled with love and compassion, he ran to his son, embraced him and kissed him. His son said, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you. I am no longer worthy of being called your son. But his father said to the servants, Quick, bring the finest robe in the house and put it on him. Get a ring for his fingers and sandals for his feet and kill the calf we've been fattening. We must celebrate with a feast. For this son of mine was dead and now he has returned to life. He was lost, but now he is found. And so the party began.
0: Amen. If I was going to give this message a title, it would be from the pigsty to the palace. This is a story about a young runaway boy. His father was a wealthy man and he came to his father and asked for his share of the estate. He was the youngest son, so his share would have been a third. And then it said he went off to a distant land where he squandered all his wealth that his father had given him on wild living. I want to tell you something, friends. Listen to this. Without God, you can squander your life. Amen. Without God, you can squander your life. This, this boy was a runaway. Adam was a runaway. He hid from God and causing God to cry out, Adam, where are you? Now, God knew exactly where Adam was, but he wanted Adam to know where he was away from God. Jonah was a runaway. God had told him to go to Nineveh and preach the gospel. But he ran away. He went on a ship. And then he finished up in the belly of a big giant fish. And the fish spat him up on the beaches of Nineveh. And a great spiritual awakening broke out. 400,000 people, including the king, came to Christ. Amen. And this young man, he was running away. You may be here tonight, and you're running away from God. I want to tell you, friends, this night, if you were running away from God, you want to stop and let him catch you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. To be a runaway from God. So many people in the town where I live, Blackpool, people come there, young people, and they 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 run away from home. And in no time, most of them, they finish up either prostitutes or drug addicts. Because they've run, they've run away from home and left the protection of their father. And this young man, once he'd squandered all his wealth, he began to be in need. And he began to be in want. And a great famine hit that land. And I want to tell you, friends, listen to this. Without Christ in your heart, there's a famine in your soul. Amen. Your f- soul is in famine if Christ does not live in your heart. And so this young man, he got in such a desperate state, he started to look at the pods which they fed the pigs on. And they looked good to him. And there he was, he'd left the palace and he, there he was, he, now he was at a pigsty. Oh God, I want to tell you friends, God did not create man to be at a pigsty, amen, hallelujah, and there, while he's at this pigsty, something happened to him, something amazing happened to him, the Bible says he came to his senses, amen, isn't it wonderful when people come to the senses and realize, yes, I need God, yes, I need God. You know, I want to say to you this evening, I became a Christian myself at the age of 33 as an atheist. I tried everything in life. Thank you. Amen. Wow, where was I at now? Oh, I remember now. <laughs> Praise the name of Jesus. So this young man, he he came to his senses and he realized that he had to go back to the Father. Praise the name of Jesus. I think I'm going to give her the mic in a minute, Father. Shall we start having a dance again, amen? (laughs) Dear Jesus. Fantastic. God has a fantastic sense of humor, amen? Hallelujah. At least she wasn't heckling me. (laughs) Dear Jesus. So when this young man, he came to his senses and he realized that he needed to go back to the Father... And then he repented. He made up a story, what he was going to say to his dad. He said, I'm going to go back to my father. Even the iron men on my father's farm have food to eat. And here I am at a pig trough. So he noticed what he said. He said, I will go back to the father. This evening you will have an opportunity to say, I will come to Christ. You will have the opportunity to make a conscious decision to say yes To Jesus. Hallelujah. A yes to Jesus is a yes to life. Hallelujah. So this young man starts to go back towards the Father. And he's making up his speeches. he's going along. He says, I will say I have sinned against you, Father, and I have sinned against heaven. Notice he says, I've sinned against heaven as well. I'm no longer worthy to be called you, son. Make me like one of your hired hands. And now if we go back to the palace, we can look at the father. I believe the father would have been heartbroken. Firstly, to ask for the son to ask for his inheritance while his father was still alive. It was like saying, I wish he was dead, I'd want me money now. And the father could have been very angry, but he said he wasn't. Every day, the father kept looking down the road... Wondering where his son was. Wondering where this runaway son was. No matter what this young son had got up to, it was still his child. He was still the child's father. I want to tell you something today. That your heavenly father has a great plan for your life. Amen. If you will put your hands in the hands of the man from Galilee. A fantastic plan for your life the father there sitting waiting and watching I had a son who was a drug addict bless you (laughs) amen and me and his mum when he used to go out on the drugs he totally changed we didn't know him anymore I mean his mother we was used to sit up waiting for him worrying was he dead in some roadside somewhere had he overdosed it was a nightmare but we never stopped loving him we tried everything we tried to show him love we tried to rebuke him we tried everything but then one day god delivered him and brought him off the drugs amen glory to jesus And so this young man now is on his way home. If you can imagine how this young man looked. He'd packed all his belongings when he went. But now he must have been in tatters. You can imagine how he must have smelled. Been in a pigsty for goodness sake. And he's making his little speech up. As he's going along the road. But the Bible says this in this story. That while he was a long way off. His father seen him. Hallelujah. While he was a long way off, his father seen him. And it says his father began to run to him. Amen. You may be here this evening and you're a long way from God. Well, I want to tell you, God is looking for you. Amen. God is waiting for you to come to him. Hallelujah. The state of this young man. And when the father got him, the young man started to spiel his speech off. But he never ever got a chance to finish it. He never got a chance to finish the speech. Because it says his father run to him and put his arms around him. And kissed him. You could imagine the father, he never looked at the state his son was in. He could have turned around and said, you've squandered all your inheritance. Look at the state of you. But he never said any of those things. You say, I want to tell you something. God is just like that. Amen. You come to Jesus as you are. I was keeping that there to wave to surrender. Wow we. And tonight, whatever state you may be in, God has his arms open to you. Amen. God has his arms open to you this night. Come as you are there's a false gospel going on get yourself sorted out and then come to Christ that is a false gospel you come to Christ in faith and allow Jesus Christ to change your life amen (laughs) to change your life the Bible says if any man be in Christ or any woman they are a new creation old things have passed away hallelujah behold all things have become new And all as this father was focused on, that his child was back, his son was back. The money didn't mean anything to him, that the son had squandered. He he didn't even look at the state of his son. Oh, God. I remember when Christ found me, I was in a gutter, I was an alcoholic. Wow. I'd had many storms in my life. My mum died with cancer when she was 41. Three months later, my only brother was killed in an accident. Age 20. I was 23 when that happened. I'd never drank in my life, but because of this storm that had hit my life, I went off to the distant country and I started to squander my life for 10 years from the age of 23 to 33. And then one night in March 1991, I was in the gutter in my own vomit. A nail scarred hand reached out. Oh, hallelujah. A nail pierced hand reached out and dragged me out of the gutter. And he set my feet upon a rock. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. He took me from the pub to the pulpit. Only God can do that stuff. Amen. Only God can do that. And his father now is so excited. And as his son's trying to get his spiel off, he didn't have a chance to get the spiel off to his dad because his dad just was so excited and he said, we must celebrate, hallelujah. The Bible says that there is rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents. Isn't that amazing? That's how important each person, each individual is for God. The Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever, that means you, Whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. If you'd have been the only person in the world, Christ would have died for you. Well, I've got great news for you. Christ isn't dead this evening. Jesus is alive, my friends. Hallelujah. Jesus is alive. The tomb is empty because he's alive. Wow. And so the Father says we must celebrate He said, bring the best robe for him. Wow. No rebuking, no shouting at him because of what he'd done. Bring the best robe and put it on him. The Bible talks about when we come to faith in Christ, we are clothed with a robe of righteousness. Amen. The righteousness of God. Amen. Then it says, bring... A ring for his finger, which signifies sonship. Put a ring on his finger, which signifies sonship. He said, you can't be one of my hired men, because you are my son. Amen. The Bible says we are all sons of God through faith in Jesus Christ. Amen. What manner of love has God bestowed upon us that we be called the children of the living God? What an amazing verse. And then he says, bring sandals for his feet. In those days, slaves walked barefooted. He was as a slave. But his father says, put sandals on his feet. This evening, I want to tell you something. You're not here by coincidence, amen. You're here by God-incidence. And tonight, Jesus Christ wants you not to run away from him, but to run to him. Run to Christ. Run to him. I want to tell you, listen to this very carefully. Salvation comes in no one else. For there's no other name under heaven given to man by which we must be saved. The name of Jesus Christ. And the greatest evidence that Jesus Christ is real is the changed life the change of life you see this young man as soon as he come back to the father he left the pigsty and he come back to the palace oh hallelujah back to the palace his circumstances instantly changed he was clothed in a in a robe ring on his finger he was now back to being a son shoes sandals on his feet hallelujah And then he ordered his servants, the father, he says, kill the fattened calf. Oh, hallelujah. Does anyone know who was upset when the prodigal son come back? No, the fattened calf. (laughs) Kill the fattened calf. Amen. Amen. I learned that in Bible college. <laughs> Kill the fat and calf, he says, we must celebrate, we must party. You guys have been partying on tonight, I've been watching you upstairs on the screen. Amen. And I want to tell you there's bigger parties in heaven when one person comes to faith in Jesus, amen. <laughs> there's bigger parties than that. This father says we must party because... This son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and now he is found. Let the party begin. I want to tell you this night, you're going to have an opportunity right now to start a party in heaven. By coming to Christ. Christ as his nails scarred and reached out towards you this night. He wants to take you from whatever, wherever, whatever place you're at. And he wants to take you to the palace. Oh, hallelujah. To have your name written in the Lamb's book of life, that you have the assurance of heaven when you die. In Jesus' name. Let's pray together. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Praise the name of Jesus. every head bowed, every eye closed. And I'm going to give you an opportunity right this moment to come to Christ, to run to the Father. I want you to think very, very carefully about the decision you're going to make this evening. The son, the prodigal son, as they call him, he made a conscious decision when he was at the pig trough. He said, I will go back to the Father. See, it could, he came to his senses. Tonight, you may need to come to your senses and come to Christ. To run into the arms of God. To receive the peace and joy that you can find from no other source. Jesus of Nazareth. I'm going to lead you in a prayer right now. While every head is bowed and every eye is closed, I'm going to lead you in a prayer to receive Christ into your heart. If you pray this prayer and you mean it, Christ will come into your life. You will be a new creation. You will have a new start in life. So you pray this prayer after me quietly in your heart, just between you and God. If you pray it and you mean it, Christ will come in. Just pray this prayer right now. Lord Jesus, this night, I confess that I am a sinner in need of a saviour. And this night, Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. This night, Lord Jesus, I draw close to you, Lord. I no longer want to live my life my own way, running away. I want to give my life over to you, in Jesus' name. While every head is bowed and every eye is closed, if you were here this evening, and you've just prayed that prayer in your heart and you meant it, I'm going to give you ask you to do something very simple to acknowledge, yes, I've just prayed that prayer and asked Jesus into my life. If you did that, I want you just to raise your hand right now and take it straight back down if you prayed that prayer. Just raise your hand. i your hand over there. When you raised your hand, you can take it down. I've seen your hand in the balcony. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I'm not going to prolong this appeal but I want you to understand something crystal clear that this night you are either going to receive Christ and receive life or reject Christ and reject life one day you're going to stand before him and you're going to have to give an account of the decision that you made this night and you could never say that you don't know now because I've told you the truth so if you prayed that prayer and you didn't raise your hand, I'm giving you this final opportunity. If you prayed that prayer, just raise your hand right now and then take it straight back down. If you prayed that prayer. Just let me see your hand. Seeing your hand up in the balcony. Seeing your hand on in the on my on my right. Take it down now, sir. Seeing your hand on in, in, in the on my right. Father, is there anyone else before we pray? glory to Jesus. Lord God, I just bless you for those people who have responded to you this evening. And I pray, Lord God, that from this night they would live a transformed life. That they would know that their names is in the Lamb's book of life. They would know that they've crossed over, hallelujah, from death to life. That they were lost, but now they're found. In Jesus' precious name. Amen and amen. There's someone who will come alongside you in a moment for those people who raised their hands. We have some free literature that we'd like to give you. We're just to explain a little bit more fully the decision that you've made this evening. It's absolutely free and they will come alongside you shortly. Good night and God bless.